0: Welcome back to uh, MSR Sports, uh, here with Matt and Ramone as always, and today,
1: well, it's been a while, it has been a while,
0: today we are doing, we each came up with a different top 10 list to do, and so we each made a list for every every person, we each made our own top 10 list for every person's category. So, Matt's Mm -hmm. was top 10 Boston athletes, Boston sports athletes, currently. My was top 10 all-time rivalries, and mine was top 10 NBA-NFL duos that aren't in in the same state uh, city.
1: The question, are we just going to do this? Are we going to brief or talk about anything else? Because it has been pretty busy day in news. All right, let's
2: talk about some news, I guess. We can talk about some news.
1: We can kill a couple of the minutes with it. What, Kyrie, um, yeah, Kyrie, he's done with the Nets. He, he's requested a trade. I'm glad. I'm good for him. Do, I know you as guys long don't as care.
0: He come here. That's fine by me.
1: I know you guys don't care about that, but like being realistic, where would y'all like to see Kyrie go? I mean, other than playing with LeBron, because we know he'd be good there. Anyway, it's not
0: Boston.
2: See, the thing is with Kyrie is that I think that. I don't know. I, I think that the Dallas Mavericks should be enticed to call because I know that it'd be an awkward fit. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't think that. Yeah, I I, I personally don't think
1: it works for a title, but it would be a fun team to watch.
2: Correct, and and I think that the Dallas Mavericks. You know, you have to get Luca that second star. You try you your best player you've given him is Christian Wood, who's not a horrible player by any means, but you got to get him a lot you gotta get him more talent on that team because he's just been kind of a one-man wrecking crew in Dallas for a while you gotta get him some talent I um you have players like Dinwiddie that could be dealt you have a few picks I think that was your win now chance you can't piss away a generational talents career go out and get him Kyrie see how it works it's worth the it's worth the risk in the worst case scenario if it doesn't work you don't want to extend him. you might be able to work out some sort of signing trade so I'd give it a go
1: yeah.
2: And and for the Lakers, don't get your hopes up. You're not getting Kyrie. You're not offering up Russell Westbrook, uh Thomas Bryant in the 2027 first round pick. It's not gonna get the job done. So don't act like it's gonna get the job
1: done. Well, apparently that's Kyrie's preferred destination.
2: I'm sure it is, but because
0: he doesn't get the pick where he goes, though.
2: Yeah, does does he get does he get the pick or is it and is does he have Well,
1: No I don't think he gets the pick, but do you think the Mavericks could offer better for him? Yes. Like, what do you, what's the best offer Dallas offer, offers for him? Because you also have to keep in mind that I'm pretty sure Dallas also does not want to get totally depleted in this deal. Uh, I think like, they're, they're, they're not they're trading they're not trading for Kevin Durant. People like if they were trading for Kevin Durant, no. they'd give up whatever they could.
2: No, I think I think that you're going to either offer up a Dinwiddie or. Um... It's either Dinwiddie or Wood. I'd say one of those two probably goes. You probably have a couple picks in there. Then you have – then you have – what do you call it? Because I'm pretty sure Dallas isn't depleted with picks. so They can definitely they can definitely throw some picks in there. They can get there. another young guy in there like Josh Green to maybe go in there. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think regardless – I don't think the Nets win this trade regardless because you're giving up Kyrie Irving because th- this team is still in a good position. Because you have Kyrie and Kevin Durant. So like once they come back or once KD comes back, you figure, that that's why I'm kind of confused at why he'd even request to trade in the first place.
1: Because, oh, they, well, because he he wanted to extend. He said he was willing to extend. And the Nets weren't they said that they weren't going to offer him an extension yet because they didn't believe Kyrie had a market in free agency. But apparently they did offer him a contract. And but the issue is that any contract that the Nets want to give Kyrie they wanted to have stipulations because you know how they have an issue with the stuff he does on the off, off, off the sure. field. Yeah. And Kyrie's uh, his representative said any contract extension you offer cannot have stipulations. And they were pissed off that despite telling them that that the Nets still wanted to offer a contract with stipulations.
2: Well, I mean, maybe if you didn't want stipulations, maybe stop being yourself. But um, anyway. I don't think the Nets are going to find a good value trade anyway because number one, this is a trade deadline move, so you're not going to get as much value as if you were to trade him in the offseason, especially because Kyrie Irving has an expiring contract and you you might not even get to resign him. So, in that regard, how much is our team really going to offer for this guy? Especially, yes, we know that Kyrie is a good player. All star starter for the East this season has definitely played very well at times. But um, how much you how much is the team going to offer for him? And is that team willing to extend him? So you you just have to you get you gotta. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie. I, he's either going to stay in net and leave in free agency, or you're probably looking at him getting traded to a Western Conference team. One of the two.
1: All right, then. Well, Unless we got anything else to add, we can start.
2: Uh,
0: I think I'm good. Right.
1: Well, should we let the people, uh, should we let everybody know that who lost the bet?
0: <clears throat> Matt lost the bet. <laughs>
2: yeah, fucking Brock Purdy's UCL and Joseph Osai. Screw you. Uh, Joseph but- Osai
0: did not lose them that game.
2: He 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 definitely he was their best defensive
0: player the entire game. No, that was BJ uh, Hill. No, no, that was Joseph Asai. He played
2: well, but and and unfortunately that last you that last minute and as a whole was horrible from Cincinnati. If you kick that ball out of bounds as the punter, you guarantee overtime pretty much.
1: And the refs also played their part. Oh,
2: no, they, they play part. of both sides, but also, that's just kind of how it is. Unfortunately, it's just kind of how it is. So, I lost. I'm going to have to wear a jersey in Boston.
1: <laughs> no, you're going to have to wear an I Eat Kids shirt. For them.
2: Yeah, that, that too. I, I I wouldn't mind that, honestly. but that We're
0: going to, to we're gonna have to see what's going on here. See who, that, who we want to give that.
2: A, another part of the bet is that I have to go – Ask girls for numbers until I don't get until I successfully get one. And that Matt added
1: that to his that Matt added that part to his bet.
2: Because because I figured because you guys were gonna give me Deshaun Watson and I was gonna say, no, I'm not (laughs) doing that. So then and in order for me not to get him, I wanted to kind of make a part of the deal to sweeten it so it's not as bad. Because like, because like, because honestly, if you guys were to get me Deshaun and I didn't have like a stipulation, I'd feel kind of bad because it's like, you guys wanted me to get him, but I don't want to wear that. So then I had to kind of add something to the deal that
0: They can't it have story. any criminal history
1: unfortunately. Well, that, well to be uh, even though we wanted to get to Deshaun, we kind of were also against it because we also don't want anything bad to happen to you.
0: No but, way, well. we're getting Joe Mixon. <laughs> oh, well, Charges that's were that's dropped, that's buddy. That's He's idiot. not a criminal. Huh. Charges yeah, were he dropped. dropped. He's not a criminal. His charges
2: were dropped. That's unbelievable. All
0: right. But anyway.
2: Uh, so, what which list are we doing first?
0: Um, I think. I don't know. Whose list do you guys want to start with? I think we should start with Ramon's list.
2: What the, uh, Rival- the top one? 10
0: sports rivalries? All
2: right. Top 10 sports rivalries. I am down to start with that list.
0: All right. Are we going 10, 10, 10, or like. Everybody wants their list and the next person does the list.
2: I I really uh, do. I don't care. Whatever we decide.
1: I th- I think the everybody does their own list, right? Uh, or or which one do you like guys better? I know we always do the 10 10 10 and then 9-9. I
0: kinda I think we should try it out doing every one person does their list and the next person
1: and the next person. So okay, so just your list. Do you want
0: to uh, go first? Or do you want to go last?
1: Sure, I'll go first.
0: All right. All right
1: here we go. Let's get out of the way here.
0: Top 10 sports. Okay. Ironman, Ironman, I
1: have an honorable mention uh, for all three of them. All three lists, I have one honorable mention. For this one, it is the Green Bay Packers versus Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Here's the thing. I know they don't have as much history as the Bears and Packers, but since, since when I've been watching football – I feel like the games, especially this past decade, 2010, those Bears, I mean, those Packer-Viking games have been way better than the Packer-Bears games. And we're being honest. Like, there's more memorable Packer-Viking games of this decade than there is Bears. And since I've been watching football, I feel like I enjoy, I look forward and enjoy that matchup more than I do the Bears and Packers. Because it's always just been Rodgers smoking the Bears. The last great game from these two was that epic comeback when he came back from getting hurt in the first quarter to beating the Bears. And then prior to that one, the best game between them was what? Back in 2013-14, whatever that game was, a 4th and 8 to Randall Cobb, whatever year that was. Um, so there's, I, there's only like two good Bear games I've liked this entire decade against the Packers. But the Packers Vikings, even prior the games were good, and then when Kirk Cousins got there, they got better because it was shootout versus shootout versus shootout. So but because they don't really have that rich history, they're not going to be in the top 10. But I just had them as an honorable mention. Okay. so now starting off my number 10, some of y'all do not consider this a sport. I made my case to Matt and Sam. They've agreed for me to have it. As you all know, I am a wrestling fan and there is no better. Well, you know, if there's a lot of wrestling promotions. I'll stick with just WWE. There is no better WWE rivalry than John Cena versus Randy Orton. Uh, we're being honest here. E- even for the people that don't watch anymore, if you tell them about the time they watch, they will all just tell you, oh, man, John Cena, Randy Orton, and their time, uh, those were everybody's favorites or those were the matches they all, they all remembered and liked. So um, uh, it comes in by number 10. And to be honest, both man, whoever retires first or hopefully they both retired at the same time that should be their last match if john cena calls it a career before randy his last match should be against randy if randy calls it before john his last match should be against john or hopefully perfect world they both retire together have one last match against each other and go off into wwe hall of fame so that is my number 10 rivalry all right coming at number nine a little bit of some college football uh, it's a game that I've seen a lot because I am a fan of one of the teams, Alabama LSU. Doesn't get better than that, and it doesn't matter how. I know there's been a couple of blowouts. That's why I've put it a bit low, but there's also some memorable games. Um, even this past season, this is probably one of the worst teams Alabama has had under Nick Saban. It's also I didn't think was a strong team for LSU. It started off pretty slow the season. It picked up towards midway of the season. Yet when they still met, they gave us an absolute memorable game, went to overtime, and it ended with LSU going for two in overtime to win the game. But, yeah, Alabama-LSU, it's, it's just classic. All right, coming at number eight, my only player versus player rivalry, I'm going to be honest, I don't know. I don't think I've watched more than five games of this sport, but uh, – it's tennis. It's Roger Federer versus yeah. Rafael Nadal. I wish uh,
2: I knew exactly who you were talking about there. I, I'm just kidding. They're I arguably – about...
1: yeah.
0: I, I know Roger. But... I know
2: yeah, – I of I, I, I know... a statistics equation. That's all I know.
1: I, I know I know like their names, and I've heard about the history they've made. I know my mom and my dad that like to watch it, and I watched one of their – and all I've ever heard is about how those two are the greatest. They're like the ones that they're always comparing each other to in that sport. And I did sit down and I watched one game once of them. And that, it was an amazing game. And I think it went on for hours. I don't know how long it went, but I remember being there for more than two hours. Like This game would not end because they just kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No one could ever go up to two sets. And it was just really great. And, again, I needed some filler spots, but I'm pretty sure to any Taz lovers out there, y'all will probably agree that this is one of the best rivalries in your sport. And again, I know there's other player-versus-player player robberies I could have gone, but just because this one has lasted longer and has been, left more of a mark from when I've been like been watching. Because th- I've considered Brady Payton, but, I mean, that thing hasn't it's happened in a long time. time. And then we're the being bad, honest, one, Brady own, yeah, yeah, so.
2: The, the Colts fans can say it's a rivalry to make them sleep better at night, but we, we know it's, it's not.
1: Yeah, so moving along. At number seven, I have my one and only NFL rivalry. It is historic. Uh, I will be honest. Some of the games may not Im- impress people, but it's because of the type of styles that this team play. In my opinion, the greatest rivalry in NFL history, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Mm-hmm. I considered it.
1: They yep. – they, they, if you think of two teams that are – Equal to each other, the style of play, the way the fans feel to each other, the way the teams feel for each other. Like the games are never these crazy scoring games. It's tough, gritty, it's hard hitting, it's defense, it's these kind of these dirty plays. It's just, it's, it's a dogfight. And they're always tough, nitty, low scoring games that always go down to the wire. And it doesn't matter who's quarterback because we just saw Ben and Flacco are gone. Or I mean, Flacco left that rivalry first. And even with Ben still there, the games were close This past season, no Lamar, uh, no Big Ben. It was Pickett and whoever I, – I think I, Huntley played. But yeah. yeah, but the game, they're still – it still felt like you're watching the Steelers and the Ravens play against each other like they always have. So that is why I have it in this list. All right, my number six. I, I think I have this one too low. I I feel like it should be high. But it's because I have two two of them of a sport that I don't think y'all have. So six, we have Duke versus North Carolina college basketball. It's a good one. Another one. It's got the, the rich history. It's got the players that play for it. And again, the games still live up to the hype. They're always good. Like, it doesn't matter whether one team is bad or not. They are good. Like, I mean, last year, Duke had the worst team compared to North Carolina, but the games were still good. The the year that Zion was there like that, Duke had the more super talented squad, but North Carolina still put up In fact, we got a great trilogy from those three because they played three times in that season and it went 2-1 in favor of Duke. It was a phenomenal trilogy. But yeah, Duke, North Carolina, it's the best college basketball rivalry of all time and forever will be, even without... Coach K and Mike Krasinski. I mean uh the yeah, Roy Williams. Yeah, there it All is. right. Now my top five. And we start number five off with a sport again that I don't think y'all have. We got soccer here. We have the Manchester Derby. Manchester United versus Manchester City. Blue versus red. It's it's the best rivalry in the Premier League, best rivalry for England. I mean, I know uh, I soccer is not big here, but for well, once it is, Like, I know this is one game that for sure people do love to watch, at least here in the United States, and it's a game that it's loved. It's watched over there, especially in Europe, like Man U, Man City. That is. Like, I'm not a fan of either teams, but if I know they're going to play, I got the remote on, I got the game on. The Manchester – I mean, it's even got its own name, Manchester Derby. Coming at number four, my final college one, and it is Ohio State versus Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's it's the classic, yep. um, OU versus Ohio St- OSU. I mean, uh, not OU. I my mean, whatever you am, UM versus OSU. Uh, I'll be honest. I I know you could argue that these games have a lot of blowouts, which is true. But I mean, it just. The games are still, despite being blowouts, they're still good. They're still no. I mean, the past what? Out of the past nine years, Michigan has only won what? Maybe two of those games. Like Ohio State had like a stretch of six to seven years without they, losing they won that won game. This
2: year. That's all I know. I don't
1: know. Yeah, they they, straight,
2: they 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 had they've
1: had a stretch of where Ohio State won like six to seven years in a row. And even despite that, the following year everyone was still hyped for the game. Like, oh, this could be the fear. Michigan finally does it. And even though the games are bad, every year we keep coming back to it. And just even the the atmosphere of the game, the people, the fans all around, it's just amazing. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Now we get to top three. Coming in at number three, my only NBA one, which I'm pretty certain these guys, they're going to have it too. We talk about rich history, historical stars, figures, the great sports cities, what else could you ask for than the Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Lakers? What, to me, in my honest opinion, feels like the only rivalry in the NBA. Like, Because we, we, we get told, oh, this is a rivalry and all that, but and it doesn't really build that much. Like, I mean, even if the Lakers are a dumpster fire, yet I'm pretty sure the Lakers-Celtics just drew, probably had a great showing televised. They probably drew a lot of people to watch that game on Sunday. No, Saturday. Saturday. Yep. which ended up still even being a great game. It went to overtime. Well, oh, you had the stars going out. Tatum was good, LeBron was good. You even had controversy in it. What else could you ask for? Yeah, yeah um LeBron. although it again, LeBron you traveled, so stop complaining about the foul. Thank you. But, and yeah, you also, Celtics also, Lakers. Dude,
2: dude put on a Broadway musical on the- <laughs> no tech, But I mean,
1: we'll continue. But when I think of NBA rivalries, I, it's Lakers, Celtics, and I don't think I can get anything else to come up to my mind. Okay, coming at number two, I think this is y'all's number one. But again, since I have another sport involved, that is why it's been bumped to number two. If, I did, if this sport didn't exist, this would be the number one rivalry in sports. It is the classic Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees. This is – this is – the players hate each other. The fans hate each other, and it is something that will live on for decades. It, it was like this before we were born, and it's gonna be like this after we're gone. It, it just—it's incredible. And even—even even if, if a team sucks or not, you're still gonna show up to watch the game. The, the Red Sox get obliterated nineteen-three, but everyone's still gonna watch because it's Boston, New York. Or the Red Sox could obliterate the Yankees, but everyone's still gonna watch because it's Boston. Versus New York in baseball, it does not get bigger than that when it comes to baseball. I mean, last season the Red Sox were a mess. How many times did we face the Yankees on Sunday night baseball? Like three times? Because again, you have that. You have the history. The, it could have been three, four times. The history, the rivalry, the players, the stars, the, we the, the Babe It has <laughs> true, but it has everything you want in a rivalry from the fans not liking each other. The players not liking each other. The game's always being exciting. The crawl. I mean, I, I was gonna say the iconic venues, but nobody cares about Yankee Stadium. But Fenway Park, of course, obviously that's an iconic venue. But yeah, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees would be the best rivalry of all time, if we're just if this sport did not exist, which I will now jump to. I, my number one. I love soccer. It's my favorite my favorite sport to watch. I know they're not big soccer people, but we Boston and New York is probably like a it's a it's the biggest rivalry in all of the United States. If we're talking global, if we're talking world, international. It does not get bigger or better than El Clásico or how to say it in English, El Clásico, Barcelona versus Real Madrid a rivalry that has gone on for decades, centuries. It has had it all. It is the teams, the two of the greatest teams in all of soccer. It's had the biggest names, the biggest stars. It's had two, in my opinion, the two greatest players that I have ever watched and arguably or not, not arguably to me, but the greatest player to ever play, Lionel Messi. And as I said, the second greatest I've ever seen play, Ronaldo and even before they were playing it out, you had other Greece before that. You had the other Ronaldo, you had uh, Raúl, Figo, Ronaldinho, uh, Cruyff. Way back then, you've you they've it's had it all. And like I said, it's all sports. So I and I watch all the other global stuff. And just because soccer is more bigger, it's more watched around the entire world. That is why this, to my opinion, is the greatest rivalry. I mean. It's, it, you don't even have to say Barcelona, Real Madrid for people to know this, right? All you got to say, and classical, and true soccer fans, they know what you're talking about. That is the biggest rivalry in all of sports.
0: Not not just biggest,
1: the greatest rivalry in all of sports.
0: All right, Matt, you want to go next, or you want me to go next? I, I don't. If you want to go next, take it away. Oh, you know, I'll go next. I have one player versus player rivalry. <laughs> And that is my number ten, the honestly the most entertaining player versus player. you the, I know the most mean, entertaining matchup a I've ever seen. You do this, Go a
2: guess this is going to be. <clears throat> wait a minute. Who is the receiver? It's uh, it's gonna be either AJ Green versus Jalen Ramsey.
0: Oh, Dell versus Norman.
2: Or or Del versus Norman. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Well, it is. Josh Norman versus Odell Beckham. That is the most <laughs> <was> entertaining, <laughs> entertaining matchup I've ever seen in my life. That's
2: wild. That is
0: number 10. Number nine, <laughs> okay. we, we move to hockey. We move to Bruins Maple Leafs. Okay. I thought
1: number about two. putting a Bruins rivalry in there. but mm.
0: Number eight, we move to college, Michigan, Ohio State. Number seven, Packers-Bears. Number six is the Patriots. The, these two teams that they're they're one and one against each other in Super Bowls. Patriots, Eagles. Okay. That's Number bad. five, <laughs> Duke UNC. Okay. Number four is gonna shock Ramon here. Real Madrid versus Barcelona.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you're not a big soccer guy, so I give why you have that low. But okay.
0: Number three, the hood of the NFL. Raven Steelers, the AFC North. W.
2: Okay.
0: Number two, <laughs> Celtics, Lakers.
2: Okay. And number
0: one, obviously, Red Sox, Yankees.
2: All right. All right. So, my list, honestly, like, there was something on your list that I wanted to put on my list. But considering the fact that you already mentioned them, I thought I'd give other rivalries their flowers, right? So, I figured... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna mention the, the some of those rivalries like the Duke UNC. When I figured putting on there, but there's some rivalries on my list that.
1: Whoa, you don't have Duke UNC? Huh? You don't have Duke UNC?
2: I I I put it on there, but I'm just gonna go down to honorable mentions just so I don't like I I want to give other ones some flowers. So I, I have it on there. I'm just not gonna mention it because it's already been mentioned twice. So let's go. Oh, oh. We'll go we'll go with the Alabama Auburn, number ten here. I'll okay. Because, you know, Sneaky I don't think anyone's mentioned that one yet. Uh, I know that Auburn sucks now, but you know, Auburn definitely had a ha- has had runs in the early twenty tens with Newton and even even up to what, what like the mid twenty tens and then two thousand, they were pretty great. And they had who the fuck who the fuck did they had? Shit, they had they had someone really good. I forget who. I'm not really great with
1: Montreal. They had Cam.
2: Yeah, I, I said can, but like that's all I pretty much know. And then obviously oh, Alabama, started, uh, yeah, that obviously, Alabama... Jarrett Sidham. yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when Nick Saban got to Alabama, the program really took off. Obviously, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much my number ten. Uh, my number nine, and this is one that really hasn't been mentioned: uh, the Subway Series, the Yankees versus Mets. Um, it's all they, it, it. It's always so hyped every year. And I think for good reason. Like you may say, oh, there's generally no bad blood between Yankees and Mets fans. Sure, there is. Why wouldn't there be bad blood against those fans? The, they're, they're always hyped Subway Series, four games a year, fucking at number nine. Number eight. So I was kind of taught when we were doing this list, So I was kind of talking about, you know, all these Canadian hockey teams, rivalries. You know, you have the Oilers and the Flames, you have the Maple Leafs Canadians. And then the other two Canadian teams, Canucks and Jets, and there's probably there's probably another one on the senators team. Know. You get those teams. But I I don't I don't think that there's like more I think there's more just Canadian hockey teams in itself is a rivalry because you we all know that hockey in Canada is like the holy grail, right? If you if you get out of there and you win a Stanley Cup, you are you are hyping it up to Tim Buck too. In Canada, because that is the holy grail, that is their culture. So I'm going to say Canadian hockey teams in general all have some sort of rivalry. At number eight, number seven, a good old none of you guys mentioned this one, but how about a good old fashioned 1980s 90s rivalry here? Bulls Pistons. Um, okay. This is this is more of a uh, 80s because obviously the Pistons and Bulls kind of suck now, but um, you know you have you know tell me if this was pipe in the last dance you had michael jordan scotty pippen dennis rodman in the 90s and then you had Billy beer throwing down fights isaiah thomas throwing punches joe Dumars, all these guys just constantly fighting each other and scrapping with one another it just had to make the list it had to get mentioned packers bears i had at number six uh and the reason i had it at number six just because the historic side of it because it, it is a pretty even overall rivalry all things considered especially because the bears were really good in 70s, 80s, reigns. They were they were really good teams. So it's a pretty even rivalry, not just recently where the where Rogers just fucking stomps on them every time he faces them. But um, yeah, that's my number six. Number five is Ohio State, Michigan. Um, like Ramon said, you know they every year it's a hyped up game and it always delivers. Even though you know, Ohio State just kind of kills them every year, except this year because Michigan got it. Uh, number four. Uh, this is a new one. Uh, I ha- I did have to include the uh, the Joe Frazier versus Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I had to because these guys went head to head. Two two trailblazers at the time. Uh, you know, going head to head in fights. You know, obviously, I don't really know much about it because I wasn't alive yet. I, I can't just say, oh yeah, I remember that. Like I remember that sick uppercut. Now I don't. I don't remember that. So all I know is it's iconic. It had to get mentioned. Number three, and someone mentioned Bruins Maple Leafs. I don't think that's a rivalry because the Maple Leafs are just so poverty. Oh, Sam
1: mentioned
2: that. It's not a rivalry because the Maple Leafs are just that poverty of a franchise. But number three, Bruins Canadians, the better Canadian hockey team rivalry to the Boston Bruins. Um, The Canadians were obviously great in the 70s, 80s. They ruled the NHL at that point in time. And then obviously the Bruins right there with Bobby Orr. Uh, and then a bunch of other players that uh, Ray Bork was there for a while. I, I, I forget the other ones. Obviously, I'm not like a huge like hockey fan, but like I can...
0: Neely is crazy.
2: Yeah, him. I was he was he eighties or nineties? I who was one
0: no clue. I have two yeah, signed hockey pucks from him, though.
2: That's why I have a Ray Bork bobblehead just sitting somewhere. <laughs>
0: that's why. I have a, <laughs> yeah. a Zam. I have a Bruins Zamboni piggy All right. bank, but y'all ain't ready for that yet.
1: Yeah, I,
2: I ain't ready for that. All right, but number two. I have the Red Sox, Yankees. Uh, I see. The reason I'm going to say that that's number two is the only like because the Yankees you have Barcelona
1: Madrid at one.
2: The Yankees owned us in the early you know 1910s when Babe Ruth goes, you know he puts the curse of the Bambino on us so we don't go to the World Series every time we went to the World Series. You know Bill Buckner this and uh, whoever screwed us over gave Seven in 1975, like one of the, one of the two there. But then obviously 2003 we got our revenge 3-0 a rod slapped the ball out of bronson arroyo's hand weep more number one we have the celtics lakers and i think the reasoning for this is because just how many times they've met up in the nba finals right you have the red sox yeah he's that's great you know it's obviously bad blood between the fans they don't meet up in the nba championships they meet up in the alds alcs if they're lucky but you know, th- th- there's not there's not many there's not many there's no World Series there because that can't happen. But the Celtics Lakers, 60s, 80s with you know Magic and Larry Bird, the 60s with Bill Russell, Jerry West, um, we own them by the way, we own them. But it do- it doesn't matter that, that does not matter because they meet us in the finals every year. There's bad blood between the fans. 2000s even with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo, and then Kobe Bryant, to Gasol. I mean, I mean that it's just a great rivalry. Uh, we own them, but they give us a fight every year, nonetheless. That we go there, and then obviously this year, with the uh, LeBron throwing a fucking temper tantrum onto the court, and Patrick <laughs> Beverley taking a camera and and going to the referee, showing him the footage, tee up, and which by, by believe- the way. Before we move on, before before we move on, let me, let me rub salt through the wound. You fucking Lakers fans that are fucking complaining, maybe you should have <laughs> actually played an OT before you fucking at the referees. You had bad calls go your way too. Malcolm Brogdon on the flagrant, intent to injure Russell Westbrook? Please. We don't want to injure that bum. He can't shoot. Um, let's see. What else? What other bad calls were there? Oh, yeah. How about the last 35 seconds? Jalen Brown going up the court. And you literally had four guys back there, and you let Jalen Brown almost get into the ba- uh, to the, right to the basket for an easy two. You had to foul him. And you didn't push them off the court. You let Anthony Davis shoot the three with one second left, giving you no opportunity for a comeback. Weep more. You deserve to lose. Stop crying.
0: bums. Yeah, that was a bad call. But unfortunately, if you have a bad call to end the game you still go to overtime... Guess what? There's still a chance to win. Go fucking play. Go play instead yeah. of fucking yeah. that, that was over because they thought it was over. Because it was like, oh, they got we got to overtime on a bad call. It's, it's over. Like, like, like the, the way LeBron looked at it was like you would think that he just lost the NBA finals to that call. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, It's like it's like you'd think You look like, like Randy Orton getting ready for an RKO. It's <laughs>
2: like it's one of those things where it's like you'd think that. I don't know. You'd think that, like, a five-year-old just spilt his lemonade. It's, it's like, it's, like, bro, shit like instead that. of
0: doing, instead of getting on the ground and pounding the ground and fucking crying, why don't you go fucking play? Why don't you get up yeah. and go fucking play?
2: Yeah. yeah, right, and then also... Get off the
0: court, let the fucking guys wipe off the court, and go fucking play, bum.
2: And also, Pat Bev, what are you doing? Putting your you, The team was down before overtime even started, because this dude goes up with the camera to the referee. What
0: are yeah, you doing? I hope it was worth it. It was real funny, bro. hope it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's crazy it really was unbelievable jordan was never throw a tantrum ball. like that larry
2: it, it it's unbelievable what, what lebron decided that was, that, why was not that, that was an entire like broadway performance you know like the uh, you know like how like the uh, the dancers they always like you, you you get you see when they're in their field yeah, and shit like yeah, that yeah that was that was lebron the slow like hands over the head down to the knees I, Grant
0: Williams would never throw a tantrum like that, and that is what makes him better than LeBron.
2: That's what differs. That's what differs. A like, guy like LeBron from a guy like Grant, as far as I'm concerned.
0: But moving on, which list do we want to do? It's up to you guys.
2: Uh, oh, let's see. We have all right. You know what? We'll do. We'll do the Boston sports athletes one first. All right. And I will start this first? off because this is my list. Um, let me just uh, pull it up. Number ten. Um, you know you know, let's go let's do some honorable mentions first because That's there were, there was a few guys that I was considering putting on here, but I didn't end up putting Matt, on Matt, Patricia <laughs> uh, Mondre Stevenson did not he did not make the Ooh. list. Um
0: that sucks.
2: He did not end up making he lost the list, us multiple
0: games. Yep. <laughs>
2: Damian Harris did too last year, but we don't talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, we
0: were in the playoffs if we scared the dame, instead of Mondre but Neither hey. yeah. near there, there nor here nor there.
2: Sure. Um, I also did not include Hempis Lindholm, Limpone, uh, great defenseman for the Boston Bruins. Fortunately, there just wasn't enough space for him on the list. Did not include Al Big Al Horford. Uh, did not make the cut. Um, and also did not include. This is probably one that Ramon has on his list. I did not include Chris Sale on the list. Um, he is just he just hasn't been healthy. I can't put him on the list when he just hasn't been able to pitch. If he if he goes in there, throws up an ace caliber season, he's gonna be back on his list in no time. But
0: I didn't add right, any of those guys. Right now,
2: right now, not on the list. All right. So we go to number 10. We're gonna start out with my boy, future Bruin Captain, once Patrice retires, Brad Marchand. Um you know, I, I thought about putting him higher, but at the end of the day, there's just too many good Bruins players. Because like a lot of my list is Bruins players, believe it or not. Same too. Um, Same here for me. Because the Bruins are just the Bruins are just cooking right now. They deserve the they deserve the love.
1: I mean, you know, they
0: would be more on the if if they would be more on my list if they played like a real
1: sport. They <laughs> are playing a real sport. Hockey, Hockey is, is no sport. sport. Hockey they're is playing probably funny. the toughest. They're playing probably the toughest sport. Not
2: a real sport. I think they take more hits than.
0: Not all linemen.
2: Not all linemen, but in terms of everybody, I think they take the most hits.
0: In professional, the goalie ain't taking no hits.
2: That's not true. true. But moving on to number nine, this is going to be Depoy Marcus Smart, and you know, Mark, you might look at Marcus Smart's statistics and like the box score, and you say, "Oh, like ten points, seven assists." It's nothing great, you no, know, but but you have to realize how much Marcus Smart means to this Celtics team. You see the yeah, like you see the issue with the absence when he's out, right? Like we, he's we the def-
0: definition of being a like a non like a non statistic, like doing things that don't end up on the stats, right?
2: Exactly, and and it's that's the shit that that's the shit that gets unnoticed within the Celtics big three. He's a huge part of this team, regardless of who you want to, regardless of who you put in There, so number nine will be Marcus Smart. All right, number eight, um, probably the best defenseman on the Boston Bruins, Charlie McAvoy. Um, the dude's just incredible—an offensively minded, minded defenseman. My fault for setting that, but offensively minded defenseman dishes the puck around, plays great defense for a guy that's going to be higher on my list. Actually, not much higher, but yeah, but he's going to be my number eight. Number seven. Linus Olmark, okay? And you, may be, and you may be saying, like, why is Linus? If I look back on this list before the NHL season and I saw that Linus Olmark was on my list, I would have thought this was a joke. But Linus Olmark this season is disgusting. This dude is in the lead for the Vesna Trophy in the NHL, best goalie in the league, an all-star starter this year. Unbelievable season from Linus Olmark, exactly what we needed in net this year, and a big part of what is making this Bruins team just so good this season, so lethal. Number six, another Bruin, believe it or not, Patrice Bergeron. Um model of consistency over the years, right? Um he's our captain for for a reason. He's been here for years and does the exact same great production we we've, we've seen out of him for years now. Uh number five, Matt Judon. Um, you know, Matt Judon, like I said it, I said it before the 2021 offseason. Bring in one of those Ravens pass rushers, either Yannick and or Matt Judon. Bill brings in Judon. Looks like he's made the correct decision. And Matt Judon has paid us back with multiple double-digit sack seasons. It's just a, it's just a monster at getting to the quarterback every single down. And I mean, he's clearly the best player in the Patriots right now. And for good reason. Number four, this is where I have Jalen Brown. Uh, I don't I don't see why he gets so much hate, to be completely honest. Um as Sam has left, we're gonna get technical difficulties here. But um yeah, but Jalen Brown, obviously, in my opinion, a true superstar next to Jason Tatum, but doesn't get as much love because of the way Jason Tatum has, has really captured this fan base, right? And I think we really saw how much Jalen Brown does get the like he gets love because remember the KD sweepstakes and how we were reportedly in the KD sweepstakes. And we didn't want to trade this guy because he's just that good, right? Jalen Brown is a superstar. That's why he's, it's, he's a reserve this year. But that, 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 that shouldn't take away from how good of a player Jalen Brown is, especially in, in a prime example, right? This dude against the Knicks, like everyone's clowning on him because he missed those two free throws in OT. But then what, he, what does he do? He doesn't cry about it. He, he gets better. He goes to the gym, gets in the work and then puts up a 37 bomb against the LA Lakers. Jalen Brown is very underappreciated in Boston, and it needs to stop now. Number three, Raphael Devers. Um, You know, just just an absolute, uh, absolute bat. This dude has a bat. He can flat out hit, gets probably 25, 30 bombs every season, hits for average, lots of doubles, lots of extra base hits. There is a little bit of concern with the glove in the field, but, Raphael Devers is clearly the best player on the Boston Red Sox. There's a reason why he got that massive extension. Number two, uh, David Pasternak. Um, He's just elite production this year. Elite production out of the Bruins' best player. Um, He does need a contract extension. Hopefully we resign him because he's been just that good. Putting pucks in the net, dishing the dimes to other players, making them better. It's just been an absolute clinic this season for David Pasternak. And number one, obviously... The MVP, Jason Tatum, um, I mean, he's just him. He does it all offensively. He can get to the basket. You know, he's got moves to get to the basket, fade away, three-point jump shot, and then defense, just as good. Jason Tatum is absolutely the best athlete in Boston. Book it.
0: All right. I'll go next. Quick honorable mention to Pasternak. What? No. What? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Number 10. I'm a believer in this guy. He was put in the worst situation possible, maybe ever, maybe in history. Oh, he's not a, no.
1: Yes he's, still not, yes. he's still not a better athlete than the 10 men that Matt named. Give me his
0: flowers. Give me QB1, Mac Jones. Oh, my Lord. Okay. All right. Number I'm nine. He came in here. Everybody hated on him, Matt, and he proved Matt wrong. He has been a fucking monster, whether you like it or not. Number nine, Josh Uche.
2: What?
1: What? Fuck it. Fuck it. This is wild. Fuck it. This is wild. What? There should be this, this is, is the only patriot that should be on this list. No,
0: yes, he is. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> this is give bad. me <laughs> if he was healthy. Robert Williams, what? Robert Williams,
1: <laughs> yes, how are you guys? Well, yeah,
0: is this a, a joke?
1: Fighter, like, look, no. look, Rob, Rob I'm deserves a to be joke. over. Rob deserves to be over guys like Matt and, and Uche, but he's uh, <laughs> not beyond this what, list. Is where, this a joke? Where, is, where are the other players, bro? <laughs> we'll
2: yeah, when does the, the real list start, Sam? That's the
1: number seven. The real deep. He, Matt, he said he didn't have a, only more than no. He said he only has two hockey players. That's why. Although that our both of, both of our lists is dominated by hockey players, his probably is not.
0: Number yeah. seven, the real deep boy, Marcus Smart. Okay, make sure you get your wicked smarts in stores now. <laughs> no, number- <laughs> not sponsored, not sponsored. <laughs> number six, give me Omar, him. Okay, all right, I like that. Number five, Jalen Brown. Like Matt said, the two free throws that were missed, uh, there's multiple players in the paint when he was shooting those free throws, but I guess we don't call those penalties anymore. So, number four, Judon. Elite, him, better than Parsons. Number three, Pasranach. Number two, Devers. And number one, David Andrews.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say, say the real number one, but hang on. Say it, say it and then I have a question because I don't I think, think I heard you say saying saying his name. Did you say Jalen Brown?
0: Yeah. yeah he's,
1: he's oh, Okay. Him. I was, I was like, no way to do that argues for Jalen Brown does not have him on the list.
0: Jalen Brown is arguably better than Tatum, but we're not ready for that conversation. He's he's he's, he's, he's the superstar. He's not better than Tatum,
2: but I don't think he ha- He doesn't have to be. Why do we argue? All
1: right, my one. I, I feel like an idiot for who I'm not going to have in the top 10 list. Now, it's not bad as Sam's, but he is bad. really, no. he's a really good, he's a really good player. He's honestly one of my favorite players from the Bruins. I nice. just personally think that another person at his position has had a better year. Matt, my honorable mention is Charlie McAvoy.
2: You think Lindholm is better? That's fine. that's fine. I respect that. Yeah, that's fine. yeah. That's,
1: that's, still, right still now, at this season,
2: he is still better than Sam's top bottom three.
0: Hey, real quick, you guys are just lucky I didn't put Nick Folk in there. <laughs> you
1: know, I'm
2: not gonna lie. I thought about it.
1: all right coming in at number 10 in my list it's it's uh we're gonna go with the goalkeeper from the bruins linus olmark he like matt said deserves his flowers he is having a remarkable season for the bruins not only just as our goalkeeper but as the goalkeeper in the entire national hockey league he has been the best goalkeeper he's going to be the starter for the all-star game for whatever division we are um, but, yeah, he's just been fantastic this year. Yeah, I know 10 does seem a bit low. I just think that the rest of these players ahead of him are more talented. And they're more kind of like – nobody really looks at like goalkeepers like, oh, compared – the rest of these guys play flashier positions is what I mean to say. Coming at 9 is a guy that Matt knew that I'd have on this list. I just have so much love for him, and I still think he's still pretty good. 9 is Chrissell. He's this low because, like Matt has said, he has been hurt. We have not seen him play that much. But, look, I know even though when we've seen him play, it hasn't been elite Chris stuff, but I still think it's been good. I don't think it's been horrible. I still think last season – Except
2: for the Yankees game was bad.
1: Yeah. Game. Last season when he played, he was not bad. Now he is – he doesn't He's yeah, he's no longer the cell of old. He's no longer the sell of old, but I still believe, even right now his current state, the fact that he hasn't played in the past years, he's still easily the second best player on the Red Sox roster. Yeah. So okay. – so I'm going to put him in the top 10, but he's going to be low here. Yeah. Hopefully we can get at least a little bit close to that cell this season. And hopefully he can stay healthy.
2: We're, we're going to need it.
1: Coming at number eight. Uh, again, like someone the Matt has us to, Patrice Bergeron, the captain for the Bruins. He, he just, he's like fine wine. He ages great. Like even at this old age, he's still really good. He still contributes for the Boston Bruins. And I don't know where they, where they'd be without him. Like he is, a key member of this team. Like he may not be better than the other stars in this team, but he is valuable to this team. Uh, coming at number six, I I have him lower than you guys do just because I think the guys that rank higher at him at their own positions, they rank higher concern. Uh, like I know we rank ranked Judon high because the year he had, well, me and Sam do, but I know Matt, I'm pretty sure Matt believes that there's a couple of edges. He'd take over Judon, Right. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm he, pretty he sure that's how is, lost. Yeah, but I, and yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, Judon Judon is my sixth. He's still really talented, and like I said. Oh, I skip. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Seven is Hampus Lindholm. There we go. Oh, who I I think he's just having a better uh better season as uh for at the defensive. Um, position for the Bruins As I still think Charlie McAvoy deserved to be honest this I just it's very tough it's back and forth it was very close between a lot of those people but yeah hempu has had a great year W trade by Don Sweeney okay. uh, I'm, like I said number six judon it may be feel it may feel a little bit too low but again I just think that the next five I think they rank really high at where they are in their their respective game and I, Judon just deserve to rank high he's just unfortunate that he plays on a team that doesn't really show how great how great he is because we're not we're not very marketable we're not watchable we're not we're not a flashy team that everyone just wants to put up on the screen so that's Judan doesn't really get that recognition and all these other edges that are shown more are from flashier teams everybody gets to see more. Okay, coming at number five, I mess with, I say he's trash just to joke with them, but I know how good he is. I'm not dumb. Jalen Brown arguably be. No, not arguably, the best two in the entire NBA. Um, oh, yes. My opinion, top three, maybe top two shooting guard in the entire NBA. He's really good, like Matt said. He is one of the most disrespected players. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know he was disrespected by Boston fans. I thought I was the only one that disrespected him. I know he's disrespected. I know he's disrespected by other NBA fans.
2: Every time... Like Tatum would have a bad game, and it's like, oh, Tatum, Tatum, like it's like, oh, Tatum will get it back. But then when Jalen Brown is a bad game, it's like the end of the world. It's like, okay. Like, Zach
0: hates Jalen Brown because he didn't do good enough in the Nets series, which he was good in.
2: but what about, like, that's the thing, that's the thing though. He didn't do well enough in the Nets series. It still led to wins. He was still fine. He still hit some daggers. He in swept.
0: I don't know what else. Jalen Brown
2: was one of the only players that showed up for us in the finals last year. I don't I don't really know what else you could ask for. Tatum wasn't good in the finals
0: last year. Brown was okay. number gets one. The pass. In the but See, he, he gets like, the this, pass like this, like this, he, he gets the pass. But if Jalen yes. Brown is bad, <laughs> he yeah, he's, he's terrible. A, <laughs> get him out
2: of here. I want KD. Because exactly. it's the second superstar thing where it's like that that's always the guy that they blame. But it's in reality, Jalen Brown is just Bro good just accidentally
0: proved our point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four. Another underrated player, now not by Boston fans, I just think by NHL fans because he's just hated, Brad Marshawn. He is really, 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 really good. Like, I don't, he's not the best player on our team, but the past three years, he has made an actual claim for that title by the way he has performed for this team, Uh, even being that he's the younger player from the two. Uh, he's just he and he doesn't get the right rec- now. MLB will put what he's done and all that. I mean, NHL will put what he's done and all that, but he never gets the recognition because he's always been. He's got this rep. He's got this rep tied to him that will follow him forever with other MLB, NHL fans, and he's just always been hated and disrespected and does not get his flowers. But the Brad Marchand, really, really, r- not even good. really, really great. He has just been phenomenal. I, that's why i haven't ranked higher i just think he's been he's been great all right coming in at number three it's the same as matt's um ranked the same way devers is number three because of the questions with defense but he's easily the best player for the boston red sox he's our next he's the young superstar for us um dude just does nothing but rakes coming in at, and then at number two we got pasmac who just like matt said i hope we're able to keep him in my opinion, one a top ten player in hockey, one of the best wingers in hockey, yep. and my favorite Bruin. And then coming at number one, I mean, who else could it be? But Marcus Smart, <laughs> Jason Tatum, obviously the That's best smart, player. No, he wasn't. even can count as honorable mention too. Um, yeah, Jason Tatum's the best player for all of Boston sports. He's the best player on the Celtics. Um, he's having an MVP type season. He could win it. Hopefully he does. But yeah, Tatum's number one for me.
2: Yeah, real quick, uh, shout out to some guys that weren't mentioned on the list. Like obviously there's there's a few that we haven't mentioned. A the honorable mentions: Al Horford, I mentioned briefly. Rob was mentioned, but then yeah, Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench probably. <laughs> he, be
1: he didn't say he didn't say Malcolm Brogdon. He said Miles Bryant.
2: Huh?
0: My
1: he House didn't Bryant. say Brogdon, he said Miles no, Bryant.
2: No, 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 no. I, I said that I said, Shout out Malcolm Brogdon,
1: but then oh, I, said, I thought you were saying, Yeah, obviously Malcolm Brogdon because I thought you heard Sam say that. Miles said Miles Bryant. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, um,
0: you know how badly I wanted to add Marcus Jones, but I knew you guys would take yeah, yeah, it. That's
1: another one I was going to mention
2: briefly. Shout out Marcus Jones, he will uh, be
0: dude, in the book. That you. dude
2: has a future in this league. I don't know if it'll ever be. He will. I, I, I want, to want him to play more offense, offense and defense. Defensive player, kicker, I think he's going to be. Dude, there a are lot not of...
0: many people that play offensive and defense in the NFL, and I would love for him to be because he's good at both. Yeah,
2: it's just one of those things where Marcus Jones did show he played really well against the good receivers this year. He played well against Devontae Adams in Vegas. He played D-Hoff. well against D. Hop. He played pretty well. It's, but like at the at the same time, he's not superhuman. You can't put him out there all those times of defense, and then you know obviously with the kick returning. But you can't you can't use him on offense as many times. as, You know, like yeah, he could be going there in spurts and like gadget plays. But like over that period of time, it's kind of hard to get him out there. All I, would, I would I like would like to play him
0: enough. on offense, defense, and special teams, but play him like. Like less, like don't put them out on a lot of like if a you, lot of drives, you, but if play them on. Draft every...
2: another corner that's actually pretty good this year. I don't mind that idea, but I think mean, we're gonna need him at corner more than if if this year if we could add him,
0: be... if we could add coaches to this list, would you guys yep. put any coaches on the top ten? Bill would be in there.
2: Yeah. Um, honestly, Jim Montgomery from what he, from what he's done with Boston, the Bruins this year, would he's you put Missoula? Year. No, no. Mizzoula, no, I don't think so. I think that because I think Alex the- Cora
1: has a claim.
0: Alex yeah. Cora is the worst out of all four coaches. No, Mizzoula. no, he's I not. not no, he's Mizzoula. Mizzoula is Mizzoula is not. It's Missoula. He's not close.
2: Because here's why with Missoula, I question his decisions a lot.
0: I think that he's got the, the only, I think, he's, huh? The only problem I have with Missoula is he plays Tatum too much. I don't like that we play Tatum so much.
2: That's and I kind of have an opposite problem for me. I don't think he plays Tatum in the right spots. I think there's times where you just see him play Tatum, like he takes him out too late in the third and then you gotta give him a rest until seven minutes left in the fourth. And it's like, okay, we're if we're down by five, it's like we're gonna be down by ten before he gets in there.
0: I, I just but, don't like cause Tatum doesn't get hurt a lot. Like we haven't really seen him hurt a lot. Well he's he's it's just like injured it's, it's, right now, I believe. yeah, it's his wrist. But that's the thing yeah. is that if we keep playing him like this, he's going to get injured. Right. Like bad. I, I agree. Like, and then also it's going to another, another
2: gripe. Another gripe with Missoula is that, man, use your timeouts, bro. It's like this team would go on like it's like a twenty nothing run. It's like he's not using timeouts, and like I get it, like you got to have your players play through the struggle sometimes. But it maybe maybe at times it's probably best for you to get that lineup the fuck out of there if they're getting killed. Use I mean, I,
0: at the same time though, I don't mind it. I like Missoula because obviously whatever he's doing is working.
2: Right, but I I also I also. Don't it just? It team... just,
0: I don't know if it'll work how, just how long will it be working for. I,
2: I I think that Missoula is a good enough coach to where they'll win, but like if you're calling him the best coach in the NBA, I don't think so because it's one the problem is things... that
0: I think a lot of coaches would succeed here because the team is so good that it's like yes, hard that's not what, to that's succeed. That's what I was
2: getting towards is that this like I would, I would is like to see
0: him on a different team and see how he does then. Then if like he does with that who team, do I then think yeah, the cool.
2: better coaches between Missoula and Ime Udoka last year, I think it's Ime because what you may establish with the Celtics last year, specifically changing up the identity because last year to the start of the season, we were shit. We were horrible because we just didn't have the player personnel the to mess Udoka's philosophy. But then once everybody started getting ingratiated into the Udoka philosophy, then and that's when we saw the best defense in the NBA start to take form, right? The ball movement started to show and all that kind of stuff. And that brought us all the way to the NBA finals, which none of us thought was going to happen. So,
1: and we move on to the next and final list ranking, which is uh Sam's. I don't know you want to give us an explanation, because this was your idea, right? This one?
0: Yeah. So basically this next list is it's going to be NBA NFL duos from the same city. So for instance, it could be like, um,
1: like you, the best player of the NFL and the best player of the NBA, like from that city. Right. Yeah.
0: So it'd be like, for instance, Giannis and Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, because they're from they're both from Milwaukee, Green Bay, NFL, NBA. So it has to be from the same city slash state. uh, NBA, NFL duo. So I have an honorable mention. I'll use that as another example. Honorable mention to Kawhi Leonard and J.C. Jackson.
2: Al.
1: It's not the best. He's, not, he's not the best.
2: He is not the 50th best player in his own team. Uh, my honorable mentions, I will say before we go, I have Kawhi and Justin Herbert. And Ugh. I have uh, Miles Garrett and Donovan Mitchell as my underrated. All right, there's an honorable mention.
1: My honorable mention is actually one. I do I think you both have in your top ten? It's just this is so hard. Tyreek Hill and Jimmy Butler. I don't have um, them in my top actually. Yeah, they're not in it because of Jimmy Butler, who was out for a while. He's not really been as great this year. Tyreek, though, spectacular. But again, I think my two people on the list, they both had to be at least sort of good this season. So that's why, because of Jimmy Butler not being as great, that's why they didn't make it to my list. So, Sam, I believe you start this because it was your list.
0: Yeah, number 10, I have Jimmy Butler Tyreek Hill. Uh, Number 9, I have Donovan Mitchell, Miles Garrett, both of your honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> number eight, I have Giannis and Rodgers. Eight numbers, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's too low. I don't have them like I have him higher too.
0: Number seven, I have LeBron and not Aaron Donald. I use Jalen <laughs> Ramsey.
1: <laughs> what?
2: What?
0: What? <laughs> Aaron Jalen Donald Ramsey. is not that good this season. Neither was Jalen Ramsey. You no, know, Jalen Renz is just younger, so you know he's going to be better than Donald is next season. Number six, Jokic, PS2. Patrick that's
2: McCain. higher than, that's lower, uh, I should say, that's higher than Giannis and Rogers.
0: Jokic is better than Giannis, Rogers is falling what? off. What? No, he's PS2. not. Yes, he is. Jokic he's is better not. than Giannis.
2: He's not. That's Jokic is thing. better
0: than Giannis. Excuse that's, me. That's Two-time MVP 200 years in a row and going to be three, but.
2: No, anyway. Be, no, Giannis is the best player in the NBA.
0: No, that would be Jokic. The best Giannis player in the league does second. not
2: always win MVP, unfortunately. Correct.
0: However, when you're averaging a fucking when you have a triple double every fucking night, you are the best player in the league. That is not true. But no, okay.
2: That's it like right, that's like saying that Russell Westbrook numbers, was the best player in the league. Numbers don't excuse. want.
0: They do. They don't. Okay. okay. Anyway, number five. Kevin Durant Stefan Diggs. Number four, mm-hmm. Embiid okay. and AJ Brown. Number okay. three, Luca Parsons. Yeah, cry about it, Matt. Number two is Tatum Judon. Okay. Tatum's better than Luca. Judon's better than Parsons. Cry, weep, sulk. It's and then number dying. one, Curry and Nick Bosa.
1: Alright, I'll, I'll go. I'll go next. I'll leave I'll uh, Matt here last. A long time. Time. All right, my I don't know ten. what
0: you want me to say? Jokic is better than Giannis. He just clear. He just, he is. just isn't. He just. He just. Isn't. He just, he he just, just is. is. He just is. He just is. Unfortunately,
1: okay. my ten is, uh, Kawhi Leonard and the best player for the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert. That is my ten, okay, as so it should so. be. I did say best, but okay. Uh, my number nine is actually uh, Derek Henry and John Morant, two young, exciting players. I know Henry's on the oh, upside yeah. of age. Yeah, he's no longer young, but still. He's still one of the best in his, in his, at his position, if not the best. And John Morant, one of the better players in the game. He just gets better every year. Uh, my number eight is Donovan Mitchell and Miles Garrett. The um, only reason they're this low is because as much as I like – I don't mean sound like Donovan Mitchell. We know where Mitchell ranks. He's not that great. He's not – He's not top 10 player. Who even knows if he's top 15, but he's still one of the better shooting guards and NBA players. Miles Garrett, too. Uh, some people still contend him edge, the best edge in the NFL. I like to argue there's about maybe two guys I'd take over him, maybe even three. Uh, coming in at number seven, we have Joel Embiid and A.J. Brown. Like, uh, as much as we don't like Embiid, we acknowledge he's one of the best to play in the NBA. And A.J. Brown, my favorite wide receiver, arguably – it's not arguably, he is a top 10 wide receiver. Uh, six. This one's gonna probably make uh Sam upset, but Jason Tatum, and Matt Judon. Uh, yep. Tatum is him, and he uh, he is an MVP can, can candidate, which we won't take a hand, take away from him. But again, as great as Judon is, he's like not very. He's not. Who knows if he's top five at his position? Not to mention what? the fact that he he has he has moments in the in the NFL where he just disappears. And for as good as he is, Sam, we need him to be better against the better offensive lines and against. Go look at his sacks. He eats up on the bad teams and the bad quarterbacks. We need Josh – we need him to be like that against Josh Allen, against Patrick Mahomes. That's when we need Judon to be a disruptor. We don't need him – oh, oh do I got, you need oh, five
0: better edge rushers than Judon? Sam, yeah.
1: Sam, I don't care if – I, I don't Go care. Ahead, name five. Name five right now. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know before, if your name. Before you do, Matt, before you do, before you do, hang on. I don't care if Judon has three sacks against Sam Ellinger. I want him to have three sacks against Patrick or, Mahomes. I want him to okay, disrupt Patrick okay, Mahomes.
2: but let's see. Let's see if we can name five here. Let's go. Right, Miles so Garrett, Thigpohl, Mike, Michael Parsons, T.J. Watt, Micah
0: Parsons. T.J. Watt. Watt.
1: No. Yup. No. Why?
2: He's better. No. Um,
0: just
1: no. Raider fans like to argue Max Crosby, uh, and a um, lot of NFL fans That fans is here. wrong. I don't all think right. it is. I'm just saying people argue that.
0: You'd
2: all. You also have. Joey Bosa when fully healthy. Khalil Mack.
1: Stop that. Stop that. Joey Bosa's embarrassed,
0: actually. Really before you embarrass yourself. Oh,
1: how about this guy? He had a pretty good year. Zadarius Smith? Nah.
0: <laughs> nah. All right. All right. We're just going to move on after that. That's crazy. Smith had just a good year. That's Just say, say, say you're on. You what about just say what you, about a healthy? Say you guys hate Judah and We, can move we on. don't even
2: we don't hate Judah. We just aren't
0: delusional.
1: What about you just what said fucking
0: a... to Smith and Joey? Posa. I didn't say I didn't say that. What you about uh, Mack?
1: What about a healthy Chase Young?
2: No, you eh, no.
1: But yes, potentially.
2: Reddick is better. There's one. Who? Hassan, Hassan Reddick. No, he's better. not. He is. Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's no joke. No jokes detected. He's better.
0: I didn't know we were at a fucking comedy club. No, these better. No jokes. Oh, my God. Let's We were changing from a sports podcast to a fucking comedy one. Jesus.
1: Let's move on. I didn't
0: have fucking jokes prepared.
1: (laughs) Coming in at number five, Kevin Durant and Josh Allen. Allen's still a top five quarterback in the NFL. I still condemn that KD is one of the best players when healthy is arguably a top five player in the NBA. One of the greatest scores we have ever seen, if not the greatest score we have ever seen play in the NBA. Uh, coming in at number four, the, I, I may have a bit higher than y'all, but look, I still contend Aaron John is arguably a top five player in the NFL. And LeBron, say what you want. The dude's having a great year. Now, Granted, he has a trash yeah, – he has a sucky team, so he has to go off every night. But, I mean – for what he's doing at his age, putting up that many points, you have to respect it and congratulate it. So that's why I have him at four. At number three, Giannis and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is still him. The, the this season being bad wasn't mostly his fault. Like it, we're we're on agreements that if Devontae Adams was still there, he's probably an MVP candidate again, right? Like he's still not a bad player, and Giannis is arguably the best player in the NBA. Coming at number two. Luca and Micah, two young, amazing players. Like, Luca's up there in the list for arguably the best player in the, in the NBA. Micah's up there in, in contention to maybe passing Aaron Donald as the best defensive player in the NFL. Uh-huh. And, I, and I agree with Sam. Number one, Steph Curry, the other arguably best player in the NBA, and Nick Bosa, who is one of the better defensive players in the league, who I think should win the uh, Defensive Player of the Year.
0: You said Parsons is the best defensive player in the league?
1: No. He's up there and taking that uh, title away from Aaron Donald.
0: There are a lot. Yeah. There. There,
2: really, no, right. there really isn't that many better
0: players so, to be. honest, I I could I could name a few if you'd like, but you, you can be you sure you are gonna it? you're gonna tell us that JC
1: Jackson has a better chance than Michael Parsons, which is a hundred percent JC Jackson?
0: No, he did not even play. No, he did and he sucked. No, he didn't. He played and he, he got hurt. Worse. He was bad. He was um, bad. He even got cooked a play. He even got cooked
2: before he got injured.
0: He fucking went to jump up for the pick and his fucking kneecap fell off. What do you want him to do? Still got cooked, unfortunately. Anyway, Miles Garrett, uh Nick Bosa, okay. Judon. What um
1: I, I argue um, Mike over over Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett has kind of DJ
0: Watt. Fred Warner.
1: I'll take those.
0: Uh, I'll take TJ Watt. Fred Warner is better.
2: Not really, but okay. He is.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think of people in the secondary I could name. Uh, No, honestly. If they were the same age, I would take Ramsey over
1: Parsons. Oh, my God.
2: What if they if they what kind of if they were the same age? Ramsey was horrible this year. Well, he wasn't horrible, but he definitely started out the year bad, and then definitely became a little bit turnover heavy towards the end of the year. But still, really wasn't that good.
0: Honestly, I'm ready to say Uche will be better this next season.
2: What? <laughs> By the way, but, Josh Uche yeah, is better I, I than Hassan Reddick
0: and Darius Smith.
2: I see. I see. You did prepare jokes because Josh Uche, Uche is
0: better than Zaria Smith. Cry about it.
2: Oh, okay, but that, that I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't talking about. That. I was talking about. You said Uche over Parsons. That's. A
0: I did not. One. I did not. Play it back. <laughs> replay. Okay. Instant all replay. Right, Kia Slam right. I said all he right. will be better next season. <laughs> okay. All
1: Parsons right. Parsons is no all good.
0: Right. Not even the best defensive player on the team.
2: He is, unfortunately. better. No, he's not. Dude is Interceptions, buddy.
0: Toast. Interceptions. Dude is burnt toast. He owns your favorite quarterback. Uh,
1: all right, that's that. Matt Doers list now.
0: All
2: right. Let's get to the actual good list here. Uh, we'll go with number 10. You know, one that really hasn't been mentioned. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Carl Anthony Towns. Garbage. Uh, Dude said let's get to the only good list and fucking said that? Yes, because (laughs) Justin Jefferson is a top three receiver in the NFL. Sure. Cat is also on that list.
0: Cat is also on that list. Yeah, yeah. Cat, Cat. That's one of the players you could name.
2: You Yes, you said Jalen Ramsey. And just like Jalen Ramsey, Cat is having a little bit of a down year. I'm not going to lie. He's having a down year.
0: But he is still
2: one of the best big men in the NBA at his peak. The dude can flat out score the basketball. Yeah, he can't play great defense, but he can flat out score the basketball. He is one of the he, – he, at his peak, he is one of the best big men in the NBA. Number nine, uh, John Morant, Derrick Henry. Um, oh, Henry, obviously still one of the best, if not the best running back in the NFL. Uh, John Morant is asserting himself as a superstar. Um, there really isn't a doubt about that. So, that's number down on my list. Number eight, Nikola Jokic, Patrick Sertan. That's number eight. PS two, yes, shut down corner this year for the most part. Um, but in Jokic, once again, MVP candidate because of his triple doubles. The best, but I, I just think there's better. I think there's just better players on his list. To be completely honest, I think PS two kind of takes it down a little bit, even though he had a great year. I still think he takes it down a little bit from guys that have been doing it for longer. Uh, number seven. Uh, I'm going to have Kevin Durant and Josh Allen. Um, yes, Josh Allen kind of had a down playoff game, but we cannot lie when we say that he is still a top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, Yo, I thought we
0: weren't lying.
1: You know, we,
2: <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are lying. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, Joe Burrow had a down game a, a, that next round, but no one's shitting on him, so I don't really know what to good. tell you.
0: Huh? Because he's good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is good. He's, he's better. Josh he's Allen. better
1: than Josh Allen.
2: That's that's, that's okay. I don't I don't hate the take, but I never I never said he was worse than Josh Allen. Actually, I did. But right now, I'm not saying that he is worse than Josh Allen. I am My favorite team's
0: quarterback is better than Josh Allen.
2: Oh, no, Mac Jones is not better than Josh Allen. I'm it's taking him over team. Josh
0: Allen in the playoff game. Okay.
2: No, that's fine.
0: Uh, number six,
2: give me Joel Embiid and AJ Brown. Uh, Joel Embiid, one of the it, one of the top two big men in the NBA. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely in the front running for the MVP this year with Jokic, with Jason Tatum, with Luca. Um, and then you have AJ Embiid Brown Embiid and Jokic
0: who... should not be on the in the same sentence as Jokic. I mean, Embiid and Jokic should not be in the same sentence.
2: They they literally are in the same sentence because they're both MVP candidates. So
0: One is insanely better than the other.
2: That's just not – I don't think it's that far off, to be completely honest. I, mean, I still think they're both top ten players in the NBA. I don't think it's as far off as you think it is. Um, AJ Brown, you know, we've seen what he has done for that Philadelphia offense this year with uh, – with Jalen Hurts, the emerging Jalen Hurts. And obviously, we've seen the wonders that it's done with the Philadelphia offense this year because they're in the Super Bowl and they're trying to get that that first ring since, what, 2017, 2018? We, we fucking put a uh, thing on the statue. Yeah. Um, number five, Tatum Judon. Um, Tatum is him. Really carries this ranking, to be completely honest, because Matt Judon is not better than most of the players I have for the NFL on this list. But Jason Laborde. Tatum's just that guy, MVP. front as my, oh my God, as far as I'm concerned, it's uh, uncanny. Matt uncanny. huh?
0: It's uncanny.
2: It's not because Matt Judon, yeah, he's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, you'll you'll see 14 Elite. and a half sacks, I believe, something like that. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, but unfortunately, we know that he is not as great as these other players, and that's okay. You don't have to be as great as these other players. For me to hate them per se, I don't want to say that everybody at my, on my team is a top one at their position because that's just I don't say so. that at all. Ugh. All right, I know Number that. I know four. that shot
0: was at me, and I don't say that.
2: <laughs> Number four. Number four. Uh, we have, we have uh, LeBron and Aaron Donald. Um, LeBron obviously wants the scoring title right now. Has had a great year. Definitely has been balling out since his birthday. Uh, Aaron Donald, I know he had a little bit of a down year, but, I mean, what do you want him to do when there's just no help on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, this dude is getting double-teamed, triple-teamed, quadruple-teamed even on the line. And I mean, what do you want him to do? He is
0: not doing quadruple-teamed.
2: That uh, like, was, exa- was an exaggeration. He's getting double-teamed, triple-teamed. He, he has gotten triple-teamed. That's true. And he really? thought, I think he also had to deal with a little bit of injury this year. Wasn't playing 100%. So... Neither was when JC Jackson gets injured, it's
0: his fault. Huh? Or when JC gets injured, it's his fault.
2: Uh, yes, because he was bad when he played. Aaron Donald was not bad when he played.
1: He uh, Wasn't good.
2: David... Yes, he he was fine. He was definitely fine. JC was one of the JC was the worst corner in the NFL when.
0: He yeah, he just the... didn't let him cook. He was bad. He got hurt. There's no, he
2: no other way around. Dude got cooked by fucking. Justin Watson.
0: It was a double move with no safety help.
2: Good, cool. Most corners cover that.
0: Uh, no number... No, all corners don't cover that.
2: No, because you're just mad that he sucks. Cry. I'm not.
0: Weep. We see to you.
2: He sucks. He's not. Uh number number three. I have uh Luca Micah Parsons. Um unbiased Celtics fandom here. Um Love my guys, but I think they're both better. Luca is better than Jason Tatum, unfortunately. That's bad. It's it, it's not that bad. You're gonna see uh,
0: now that he has somebody else on his team, his stats are gonna fucking deflate because he's mm-hmm. not good. He's a that, that,
2: that that it doesn't matter.
1: Stat- he's I'm not, a not even looking.
2: I'm not looking at stats. I'm looking at what he has done.
1: Luca he's how a a bad team? Wait, wait, wait! But having less. Points a game because you have a dominant ball hug that doesn't give you the ball does not mean you're a fraud. It just means you're a great player that isn't getting many touches.
2: You can't. You can't. He's not a fraud. Did you? Did, did you see that? If Tatum had,
0: if Tatum was on the fucking Mavericks, he'd do be doing the same thing, if not more.
2: That's not a hundred percent true. I mean, it yes, it, he would definitely have a lot of. He'd have a lot of opportunity. I'm not gonna lie, but but Luca. Did that? You're acting like he's just—it's just empty stats and a bad team. It's not this dude. I'm not, I'm this... not
0: saying that. He's good. This... He's he's top five. He's not number one.
2: I'm not saying he's number one.
0: But i he's not number two. He's, he's not number
2: team. three. He he's up there. He's number three or number four. He's number four. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. You're, like it's it's one of those things where it's not empty stats in a bad team. This dude is getting this dude is winning games. This dude has no talent there. There is no talent. I don't care. Christian Wood. He's coming off the bench. He's 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 great. He's not great actually. He's good, but he's just coming off the bench. He's he's not really providing a difference. Um, in this team, if he had a team year, like the to...
0: Celtics, he would not be doing this. What do you... Yes, you he would. He'd be an average bench player. Oh if what he had is... Jalen Brown, Smart, Rob Horford, Brogdon, Grant, he would not be doing this because he, he, he literally have the ball in his hands twenty four seven like he does on the Mavericks.
2: Correct, but he would be. He'd still be a good player. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't but, this, I don't... but this. But you this know, idea that he's you argue Sam that Westbrook this? is good. You argue that Westbrook is good. The dude. Has I never said that. Yes, you Sam, this
1: Sam. This idea that he's, like ball, that he's a ball, that he's a ball hog is terrible. The only reason he's a ball hog is because he has a terrible, a terrible team around him. He is the I mean, reason. That's why... what I'm
0: saying. That is what no, I'm but, saying. I'm not saying he's a but, ball hog because he's he wants to be a ball hog. I'm saying when you have nobody on your team and it's only Luka, he's gonna look good. He's gonna look better than if he had a bunch not, of all stars around.
1: But there. he's anyway, still he's he's still going to look good because I know you say that, or you know we'll get to that discussion after that. Matt Stains can finish because we'll add it at the end of this, but. Let's let Matt finish off his list, and we'll get to the basketball stuff right now. Anyway,
2: as I was saying, Lucas carried his team to a Western Conference Finals berth last year. They're in the playoffs this year. They, I, I think we've taken a two-day hiatus from the pods. So now Kyrie Irving is now a Dallas Maverick, like I predicted earlier. Um, and then Micah Parsons is just one of the best defensive players in the league. I don't, I don't know what the hate for Micah Parsons is. The dude, can, the dude is an athletic beast off the edge gets to the quarterback, can drop sure. back in pass coverage. The dude is just an all-around beast. He's okay. uh, number two, I have Curry and Bosa. You know, I Steph Curry, one of the best – point, definitely the best point guard in the NBA, not the best player in the NBA, but um, definitely, definitely doing yeah. great things this year with Golden State, has dealt with injuries over the years. I yeah, think he just got kind of injured recently until at least like after the All-Star break or something like that, but this is crazy. You know, no denying Curry's greatness. And Nick Bosa, sure, he's great. Nick Bosa is a mainstay in that 49ers defense. Um, number one, Giannis and Rodgers. You know, That's is crazy.
0: The, it's not
2: because Giannis no, is the it best is. player in the
0: NBA. No, it's not because Giannis no, is the no, best player in the NBA. No, no, it is crazy. He is the best player in the that NBA. That is crazy. I don't hate it. it that he's is crazy. the best player in the NBA. He's not. He is. It's not. He's not. Close. He No, no, he's not. He is. I, I can't is wait best to tell exactly about this because you're going to get clowned.
2: He is the best player in the league. I don't see how there's an he, argument. He's
0: not. Okay. But,
2: well, yeah, he, Giannis and Aaron Rodgers. And, yes, Aaron Rodgers had a down year. But do we see what he has to work with in Green Bay? There really hasn't, wasn't anything. Once Watson got going, he was great. So, that's, oh, no.
0: that's it. Okay. Well, Ramon oh. – Matt's just yeah. fucking scared because he knows I was gonna fucking
1: <laughs> he like rap battle. <laughs> well, all right. I do want I wanna add, um so yeah, as reported, we, we started filming this episode on Friday, but we didn't finish until today. It's Sunday. Kyrie Irving was traded earlier, as Matt said, to the Dallas Mavericks for Dorian Finney Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, three picks. One is a first rounder, two are second rounder second round picks. And I just wanna add on because Sam's already given his take on this, right? Sam, that you don't think it's gonna work, right? I
0: don't, it's not that it's not
1: gonna Look, work. It's uh, just... You because you, I heard they were trying to tell me because of the how will they coexist? Because Luca's ball dominant. Look, if Luca wasn't publicly coming out for a, asking for a teammate, I would say, you know what? Yeah, they got this teammate, and he wasn't even asking for other ones. I'd say Luka's gonna fight with him. But the fact that Luka's asking for someone is shows me that Luka's willing to work and would maybe occasionally be like. Here, Kyrie, you'll take the shot. Do I think it's going to work for a title? Obviously, I don't know. I don't think so because we can all agree, or you and me can agree, because Matt's not here for now. We can all agree is that their defense is going to be t- not that great. They are not I, great defenders.
0: The thing the with
1: that is going to be great. The
0: thing with that is that either they're going to share the ball, which is fine, which I think they should do, and I think they could do. look. Yeah, I think that's what they should do. I think that's what they will do. And Luca's not going to look as great as he was because he's, I, I, he's not going to be taking as many shots. This is this is. I, I, I disagree
2: with. You. Don't get that twisted. Yeah, I just I,
1: I still think yeah, Luca's going to still average close to almost thirty points. Kyrie's points will dip wait. a bit. I think Kyrie's going to go to like a twenty-four, twenty-five points averaging. Uh, Luca will still be around no, please, twenty wait, to let me, thirty-one.
0: Let me, let me just say something. Let me okay. let me let me say like the full thing before you guys say anything.
1: All right. Go ahead.
0: I think they should and will pass the ball to each other coexist and Luca's stats are going to deflate I'm not gonna say he's gonna look terrible I'm not gonna say he is terrible he's good and he's gonna look good he's just not gonna his points per game are gonna go down because he's not gonna be shooting as much but uh or Luca will stay how he's doing he's gonna stay putting up way more shots than Kyrie and Kyrie's gonna cry and leave those are the two options.
2: So, okay. So, worst case scenario, if Kyrie Irving leaves, there's a wide open max contract spot for them next year. So they're just gonna get somebody else.
1: So uh, you know? I don't think I but, can't. I don't, I don't think, think I I gonna say. Oh my! Like, let me just say this last one, and you go, Matt. Um, what's it called? I think this is gonna be the one place where Kyrie does not actually be the problem. Like, I don't think he'll be crying, but I do think he's gonna leave because this is not what he wanted. I, I think this would be. I think this is his second option for the team to Kyrie wants LA and he is going to find a way to be there. That's why I find it weird because it was put out there. Whoever trades for Kyrie will immediately have to sign him to an extension. And then he gets traded there and Kyrie says, oh, you know what? I'm willing to put off trade talks. I mean, extension talks until the off season. Kyrie's going to do that rental. Try to see if he and Luca can win the title. If they don't, cool. If they do, cool. And I think he's going to force that move with arming. I think he's going to sign with LeBron in the off season to build that big three. You can go ahead now, Matt.
2: But yeah, but anyway, as I was saying with this trade, I mean, like I said before, you got to try it if you're the Dallas Mavericks, because at the end of the day, your team isn't going anywhere with, yeah, Luca's been great for you, but you don't have anyone else. Like you gave up Dinwiddie the deal. Dinwiddie was a big part of that offense for a while. And I think Kyrie Irving is going to come in and be an even bigger part of that offense. You have to realize when Luca plays the game and you're saying, oh, Kyrie's going to make Lucas' points dip. I mean, that's that, yeah, that's true. I mean, it happened. Kyrie wasn't the main problem as to why all of our players either regressed or had a standstill in that 2018 season. Yes, he was yes, he was a primary ball handler for us and was the best player on our team at that time. But the problem with that Celtics team was that there was so many there was so much talent on there, right? As to where everybody needed the ball and everybody had so many good players that everybody needed to shoot. And there was just a bunch of egos clashing. Like that was That was the problem, and then in Brooklyn, you're you're saying you're acting like Kevin Durant is still not averaging thirty points a game with Kyrie Irving on the court. I mean, Kyrie Irving isn't like yes, he's a locker room cancer, but
0: he's like that doesn't mean he's going to absorb all your stats. Like Luca's still going. This is still I'm not. I'm saying that Luca is. It's just it's a fact. When Kyrie gets there and is playing with Luca, Luca isn't going to shoot as much as he did. That's just a fact, right? We can all agree on that. I, I don't, I don't I, think so. I
1: think, I think Luka will get Luca's gonna get the same amount of shots he got, and what did whatever Dinwiddie was averaging and shooting because he was obviously probably their second leading scorer, whatever he was shooting, no, you we, could we, add,
2: second-leading but Dinwiddie was uh, definitely well, a well, huge part of that, office. yeah, he
1: whatever, you,
0: like, yeah, he so you're telling me whatever he's yeah. gonna be taking doing exactly what Dinwiddie did.
1: No. no, Kyrie, Kyrie and Luca are going to be shooting almost around the same. Saying, like, the points are coming from both of them. Don't be surprised yes. if in most nights but it's going to be saying, 30 what, and 30 from each.
2: Is, what we're saying oh is that God. Dinwiddie leaves them with about 8 to 10 shots a night, right? Dorian Finney-Smith leaves them with about 5 to 8 shots a night. There's plenty of volume that Kyrie Irving is going to fill for that lineup, whereas Luka is not going to have to dip. Well, the only, yeah. dip, the only thing that needs to dip, the only that needs to dip from Luca and maybe dip from both of them, is because they are both ball dominant players. The only thing that is going to dip is usage rate. That's that's the only thing I could see dipping. But this is still Luca's team. He's still going to get his shots. I'm not saying it's
0: not. You.
2: But no, but I'm I'm just telling you that it, it doesn't it doesn't
0: mean that his stats are going to go down because there's still volume to fill. It's it's just a, you guys are going to see that. Lucas's stats are going to go slightly down. Okay. I'm not and saying even, he's gonna be a fucking bottom ten player in the league. I'm saying he's still gonna be but, probably top five, but his stats are just going to go down just a little bit, oh, and it's gonna okay, show but
1: but what is that gonna that's not gonna show anything. Yeah, what is that it, yeah, it's like if KD's stats were to go down in Brooklyn, we wouldn't be saying, Oh, KD is dipped, he's no longer a great player. No, we'd be like, Oh, KD has two other stars around him, he's decided to take the load off and pass. Give them more shots. That's what it's going to be. But we don't. I just we don't look Luke at
0: Luka's going to stay a top five player.
1: But yeah. what? What? But I don't. Know, why, is, but why are you making your? You're, you're making, what, what, you are you, what are you? Imp- yeah. What are you implying with the whole Luca y- losing his shots? Like I don't see what's bad with him losing, taking less shots because he has like a, a guy like Kyrie there on the team.
0: You guys are just arguing with yourselves. All I'm saying is Luca is going to shoot less. Shoot less Okay, but, but that's all like, I'm saying. He... That's all I said, and you guys turned it into a whole argument. All I said is Luca is going to shoot less than he did.
1: Well, it's because yeah, before, it, it. before the pod, before the pod, you told you that's... before the pod, you told us that Luca was going to be shown as a fraud because he's going to be taking less shots. Yeah,
0: that's what that's
2: what I'm saying. You you were saying that you think that you were thinking he was a fraud, and, I, and I'm saying
0: absolutely he is a fraud. He, how? <laughs> because he's not that good. If you put what? if you put Giannis. Tatum, anybody okay. Timeout on time that the team. Out.
2: Timeout with Tatum. I love Jason Tatum. Don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum struggles to handle the ball sometimes. He struggles to pass. The dude turns the ball over a lot. Luca doesn't turn it over as much as Jason. Yes, Tatum because does. he doesn't
0: pass. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Tatum loses the ball because he's trying to get it to other stars. If he was by himself and just isoed every fucking play like Luca does, he would be true. doing better than Luca. That's not true. It I- is. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's Let just Tatum ISO every fucking game, every play. Every time he touches the ball, he ISOs. He's fucking scoring fucking Lucas? 90 a night. Okay. No, you don't. Hey stop. Sam,
1: the Sam, the guy you say that doesn't pass the ball averages eight assists a game.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like he, he passes the ball.
0: And, and the only Dude. yeah. The only reason that's, why he does average that is because when he does pass, it's because he's fucking double teamed So he's like a wide yes, open yes,
1: yes. Lucas. But really he's still, but, but but but. Mickey Mouse assists. But, but what's a cup? But, but that's not a bad thing. You're saying that him passing because he's always double teamed what That's is, a great what, thing. What it? That it a thing, thing. That opens up more. Yes, I'm not saying it's yes, that not. He, what, that's a good thing.
0: What he's is is double teamed, When he's double teamed so he just passes to whoever's wide open.
1: That's a good thing because that means he's opening up. Yes, that is a good thing. How do not say it's not.
0: anything. Do Tatum doesn't get, get double teamed like Luca
1: do does, dude. LeBron, most of LeBron's
0: assists, maybe because most he's a of the player. or most maybe of the because bronze, we have more stars than the Mavericks do. They
1: most of LeBron's assists, we
0: have good players.
1: Most of he LeBron's assists is when he drives to the paint and he's guarded, so he kicks it out to the to the perimeter.
0: What does Luca do better than Tatum? Tell me right now. Shoot, scoring all scoring
1: Tatum's a way a finisher. It's not Tatum close. is a better defender than- no, Luca is actually a good finisher finish. too Tatum gets the and the rebounding
0: defense we can all agree Tatum is way better Tatum yes, yes, Tatum. yes completely. three point shooting if you had Tatum and Luca you would Luka. you would Luka. give the Luka. last shot to Luca yes Luca no it's Tatum Tatum, Tatum is Luka. a top three point
1: shooter this year he is he he I'd argue Jalen Brown is the better three point shooter
2: he hasn't been a bad three point shooter this year. He just he hasn't been lighting the world on fire. Luka is the better three point shooter than Jason Tatum. I
0: it's would just much rather have Tatum shoot a three than Luca. Okay, okay. That's mid-range. Mid range.
1: Tatum. Luca. Luca. Tatum. Luka. feeds off the mid.
0: Tatum fucking lives off that. <laughs>
1: Alright, let's <just> keep going. <laughs> and then What's finishing
0: that? is Tatum. Tatum it's is Luke finishing
2: Eh, wait a minute. do not. Stop Luka. this. Stop you can debate Luca. You debate no, Wait a
1: minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Time out. Hold
0: no. The phone. Hold the phone. Hold no, the phone. no. My phone, phone is dropped. I dropped about... my phone. I dropped my phone. <laughs> I'm not if holding talking a phone. About,
2: if we're talking about finishing, I'm going to give it to Tatum. If we're talking about driving to the basket, Luca, because Tatum it's We're talking about finishing. We're talking about finishing. Yes, when, when the ball gets to the basket, Jason Tatum is the better finisher than Luka Doncic. When it comes to getting the ball to the basket, Luca is better because that's he the ball. That's fine. You can
0: say he has better ball handling or whatever. He but, does. Tatum, but... yeah, that's fine. Tatum's the better finisher. Yes, I agree. I'll, g- I'll give Luca mid range. I guess, but Tatum is better at three pointing, better at three point shooting, better at finishing, better defender. Give me Tatum over Luca.
2: Okay. All right,
0: that's fine. I guess that's fine. I'm not gonna argue that
2: I'm not gonna argue that Jason Tatum's a bad NBA basketball player because he's not.
0: But I'm, no one's arguing either that no, no, bad. No, we I, both I, I, know I they're, they're to, both
2: they're both top you four. To be aware that I'm not arguing that because I'd be hating if I was arguing mm.
1: that so. wait, 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 wait. did you say, wait, did you say top four for Tatum?
0: Tatum's top four. The he's top, top four do in, any order, song in song. any order, any order is Tatum Luka, yeah. Giannis Jokic. Oh, Wait, Curry no, exists.
1: Curry exists.
0: Curry does exist. Nah, I Hayden's, agree. He's Hayden, in the league. No, wait a minute.
2: Wait a minute. Cur- oh, my Curry's- God.
0: What does Curry do better than three points besides three points? What, do she-
1: right? what does he do better? Good. He.
0: Uh, he Tate's better, better at defending. He's better at mid-range. He's better at
1: finishing. Hey, one of those two players showed up in a big finals matchup against each other, and oh. the other faded away. Now nah, Curry Curry was
0: in his he- first finals ever. Curry is the better. Curry 18, was getting his way from the age.
1: He's Curry, Curry was good in his first finals.
0: <laughs> was he nineteen?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but T- 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 was, uh, Tatum, Tatum, was, uh, Tatum was like was what, twenty three? Tatum, Tatum was nineteen. Totally Tatum's not nineteen, let's stop with that joke. He's he 20, like twenty four. 25, I think
2: he's
0: 24. Yeah. twenty four.
1: Yeah. He's
2: 25.
0: nineteen. Is. Until he's twenty-six, that dope. joke goes on. Tatum said he he likes the joke until he's twenty-six. Okay. okay.
1: All right, well. Well, then Ben Simmons is still Rookie of the Year. Yeah,
2: there we go. Malcolm Brogdon Rookie of the Year.
0: What does Ben Simmons do better than Tatum?
1: No, we, no I'm not saying Ben Simmons. <laughs> 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 no, no. Are, well, saying he's be better than Tatum. <laughs> All right, well. There he
0: goes. Runs away once I say that. <laughs>